joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba or Kiluba. May God bless you. Dear online listeners, dear listeners who follow us on your local radios of your respective cities, we want to greet you in the name of the Holy Spirit. This is not a greeting by chance, but is a greeting you need on the earth because God trusts the Holy Spirit. What God, the best God has is the Holy Spirit. The best that God has for the church on the earth is the Holy Spirit. That is the best that God had for his beloved son. It was the Holy Spirit, the dove. Jesus said it well, he was alive. He says, wicked people that you are, you know how to give good things to your children. How much more won't your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit? It is in his goodness that he gives the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. Receive the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. It is really impartation and donation from God. It is the best that God has to give. When Jesus comes to John the Baptist, he was praying, and I believe he was asking for the Holy Spirit. Because later on he says, why won't God give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? I believe that he asked his father. And he asked his father what Elijah asked his son Elisha. And his son Elisha asked for the double portion of the Spirit that was upon him. Hallelujah. And Elijah and John the Baptist have the same favor who are moving with Elisha and, El and, and John the Baptist have the same grace. The Bible says he would walk with the power of Elijah. And here the father is asking his son to ask in the same way Elijah asked Elisha to ask. Ask, it shall be given unto you. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. I don't have a revelation on this. I believe that when Jesus was praying at the baptism, he was asking for the Holy Spirit. Because he said it himself, why won't God give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? It was his father. He knew that with the Holy Spirit, he was going to do things. With the Holy Spirit, we can do things. That is why he asked for the Holy Spirit. And his father gave it to him. Not in the form of a mantle of Elijah, but in the bodily form of a dove. Because God loved his son. And he asked his son to ask him the best of heaven, the Holy Spirit. I would love that the Lord should give you the best, the best of heaven. The Bible says the heavens were opened and the Holy Spirit came down. Receive the best in order to do things. I'm thinking about this. It is the best that God gave to Moses in order to do things. 
you know you need the best of heaven in order to get things done. And the enemy who is in the world knows the Holy Spirit. When the spirit that was on Elijah came on Elisha, Elisha did the works of his father. If you have the Holy Spirit, you are going to see the works of your spiritual fathers, of your respective nations and cities. You are going to see and you are going to do what the Spirit did with them. And this is what Elisha did. When he cried out, where is the God of my father, Elijah? And he split the Jordan as his father had done it. And the sons of the prophets who were watching in the background of the scenery, they concluded the spirit of Elijah is upon Elisha. I love that the people of the 21st century, of the 21st century should say that the spirit of God upon the early church is on the church in the 21st century. The Spirit of God is with what Jesus did think. The words that Jesus gave us that illuminate the earth came from the Holy Spirit. It is not me who said it, it is Jesus who said it. He says the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good news. And the earth needs good news. The full gospel. All these came from what the Father gave to his Son, the Holy Spirit. And Jesus didn't monopolize the Holy Spirit. He taught this. Listen, dear church. says, wicked men that you are, you know how to give good things to your children. How much more won't your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him day and night? Hallelujah. If you are a son, you have the right to what the firstborn son had right to, the Holy Spirit. Listen to me, Church of the Earth. If you are a son, you have the right to the same inheritance as the first son of God. I love the inheritance that Elisha received from his father, the Holy Spirit. If you are fathers who don't have the Holy Spirit, you receive nothing. I fear that you should inherit demons of your fathers. Blessed is the people. Blessed are the children. Blessed is the posterity whose father have the Holy Spirit. And Elisha did the things and the first work of the Holy Spirit was to put to flight the spirit of universal opposition. Elisha split the Jordan. But in Isaiah 59, what does the Bible say? When the enemy will come as a flood, my spirit will raise a standard against him. And what Elisha did it was to chase away the Jordan that was a prefiguration of the enemy who would come as a flood. It is the spirit that opposes God. You need the Holy Spirit in order to chase away the global spirit that opposes God. May you crush this universal 
opposition of the invisible world and the visible world towards God and towards his person. And Elisha split the Jordan. And the sons of the prophets said, The spirit of Elijah is now on Elisha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Jesus does the same thing. He is at the same Jordan that Elijah had crossed with the spiritual son, Elisha. And I believe Jesus at the Jordan, he asked for the Holy Spirit. And his father gave it to him. Ask for the Holy Spirit. He will give it to you. If you are children of God, you are co-heirs and heirs with Christ. As Elisha inherited the Spirit on his father. I love that the children from the church around the world should inherit not only buildings, not assets and properties and the denominations of their fathers, but inherit the spirit upon your fathers and you are going to do things with that spirit. And Jesus inherited the spirit upon his father. He said, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. And God sent to him the dove, the Holy Spirit. I say to the people of the earth, Jesus is the giver of the Holy Spirit to the people of the earth. It is John who says it. says, he who comes after me is more powerful than me. I am not worthy to untie his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What did Jesus do for you? My sister, my brother, for me, he gave me the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Receive from the giver. It is not me who is saying it. Listen to the testimony of Pastor Peter. He says he has been raised to the right hand of his father whom gave, who gave him the Holy Spirit and he gave the Spirit to his disciples. Jesus, it says he, he received the Spirit from his father and he poured it out on 120 of men and women. God didn't give to Jesus a spirit that was limited to a nation, but a spirit that had global reach. That is why the people in the upper room spoke the tongues of all the earth. Receive the Holy Spirit with global reach that you may do the works of God on all the earth. He says you receive the Spirit of God coming upon you and you are going to be my witnesses until the end of the earth. Enter in the business of the Holy Spirit. All that we know of the Apostle Paul and Barnabas was the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit said to the church of Antioch, it says, set me apart, Paul and Barnabas, for the work to which I've called them. The Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. The Holy Spirit is here. The, the great day is here. The Lord has visited us. Behold, these are new times. Glory to the Lamb. We shall receive from the Christ what he promised. The Holy Ghost is here. The Holy Ghost is here. I can feel it in my soul that he is being poured out. is being outpoured as rivers. The Bible says, 
Let whoever is thirsty come to me. He was speaking about the Holy Spirit. God knows how to fulfill you with his spirit that you may do the works of the Father. I am thinking about that. What, what did Jesus did? What was the first work of the Father that Jesus did? It was to chase away that flood in the same way that Elisha split the Jordan. When Jesus received the dove, God sent him to go and chase away Satan in the desert. I call him a jet fighter. And what did he say in the desert? He says, get away from me, Satan. May you receive the jet fighter, the Holy Spirit. If the Ukrainians are pleaded with the Americans to receive their F-16 jet fighters. I want you to receive more than the jet fighters of the Americans, the Holy Spirit. With him, you are going to do things. I'm thinking about Moses who received the burning bush and he did things in Egypt. He did things at the Red Sea. He did things in the desert. By the Holy Spirit, he is a fabulous gift that comes from the heart of God. And Moses also, when he arrived at Mount Sinai, he gave the gift of the burning bush to all of Israel. And all of Israel also was able to do things. And in Deuteronomy 9, God says to Israel, says, listen, Israel, you're going to cross the Jordan in order to be master of cities that are fortified until heaven, of a people who are tall and great. The Holy Spirit was given to them as a devouring fire. It is him who will humiliate them, bring them down, and you are going to chase them quickly. And Jesus, when he received the Holy Spirit, he chased away the devil. When the enemy will come as a flood, my spirit, my spirit is going to put him to flight. And when Jesus received the dove, he chased away the opposer to God. Satan is the opposer to God. And Jesus says, get away from me, Satan. You the opposer of the Holy Ghost. He was in the face of the one who opposes the Holy Spirit. Satan has always opposed the Holy Spirit. He is the one, when he comes as a flood, he has always opposed God. He is the number one opposer of God with his organized system that is structured and armed. That is why Jesus says, how can you enter in the house of a strong man who is armed without first binding him and then you are going to plunder his house? There won't be a plunder of cities if you don't touch, if you don't touch the opposition in the cities of the nations where you are. My brothers and sisters, there is an opposition to God. It is Satan with his demons. When Jesus sent the apostles and then the 70 disciples, 
He knew that the cities were under the control of the radical and bitter opposition against the Holy Spirit, who is the master of the harvest. Thanks be to God, because those who received the Holy Spirit, listen to me, you who are listening to me all around the earth, I am not playing tonight. As I'm speaking to you, it is for you to receive the Holy Spirit, so that you may deal or you may take care of the business of your Lord and our Lord in the cities where you are based. Says, Behold, I have given you power. He gave them the Holy Spirit. Every disciple who has completed his training shall be like his teacher. And the teacher is the one who chased away Satan after receiving the Holy Spirit. He chased away the radical opposition. Today, I want us to deal with the radical opposition that is structured and armed so that the business of God may work in the nations where you are, wherever you are. May you see the works of God. May the works of God be visible through you. You know how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with spirit and with power. And he went from place to place doing good and healing all those who were under the power of the devil for God was with him. I love through this message that you should receive the best of the heavenly treasure, the Holy Spirit. I don't know when the Pentecost, Pentecost will be celebrated. Apparently, it's this coming Sunday, but I anticipated this. The Holy Spirit is not bound to your calendars. He is bound to the faith of those who are asking for him. If you believe, you receive the Holy Spirit. You are going to receive renewal. I'm thinking about the generosity of God. When he was giving the Holy Spirit to Jesus at the address of John the Baptist at the Jordan. Jesus had the vision of all flesh on earth. As the Bible says, in the last days, says the Lord, I will pour of my spirit on all flesh. The Holy Spirit is the right of all flesh. We live in the in the end times, the end times are the times of the Holy Spirit, where your sons and your daughters will have visions and your daughters will prophesy. And the, and the Apostle Peter said, what God gave to Jesus, Jesus poured out on all of you. And he says, the promise is unto you and unto all those in many in, who are in many, who are many that God will call from the ends of the earth. Many of our brothers and sisters around the world are a product of this scripture, this word of scripture, Peter says, the promise is unto you and unto your children and unto the many that God will call from far. God is calling all flesh to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In the last days, says the Lord, I will pour my spirit on all flesh. Receive it, for it is, it is the only thing that will help you to take up the challenge of the universal 
opposition to the Holy Spirit. My message today is what I've been speaking since the beginning. I am taking it from the one who was about to die, Stephen. It's Acts chapter 7, verse 51. Men with a stiff neck, you always oppose the Holy Spirit. You stiff neck and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who foretold the coming of the just one, of whom you now have become the betrayers and murderers. Because the opposition kills. They don't stand the Holy Ghost. They also don't stand those who have the Holy Spirit. They want to kill them. And that is my message. You always resist the Holy Spirit. Ages come and go. The devil will always oppose the Holy Spirit. And he also enrolls in the spirit of opposition to Holy Spirit. I will speak to you about a few things as we go on. Do you know what brought the first death of a human being on earth? It was opposition to the Holy Spirit. The first pleasing worship to God led to great hostility and red anger. Don't play with the churches you have in your nations. Satan doesn't love them. The first worship service that Abel gave to God. They are worship services and worship services. They are worship services that are not pleasing to God. Let's go to Genesis chapter 4, verse 4. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. Hallelujah. It was a pleasing service of worship unto God. I am inviting churches to a pleasing worship and service unto God because God was pleased in the worship of Abel. When we read, Paul is also advising in Romans, Romans 12, verse 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. Here, Abel offered the firstborn of his flock because in every service, offering plays an important role. I am inviting the people of the earth to imitate the heavenly worshippers who are the 24 elders. And according to the recommendation of, of Paul in Romans 12, 
the twenty-four elders offer their crowns and then they throw themselves. This this will be true worship when you give what you have and you also give of yourself. It's been many years that we sang, Father, we adore thee. We lay our lives before you. We love you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we adore you. We lay our lives before you. Oh, how we love you. Abel, Abel, the just one, he worshipped in giving the best, the firstborn of his flock. Give the best to God as the 24 elders who give their crowns of gold. But they go further than Abel. They throw themselves. And that is what the Apostle Paul is claiming in Romans 12. It says, I beseech you by the message of God to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And this is a perfect copy of the worship of the 24 elders who worship in heaven. We need true worshippers. But beware, beware of the opposition to the Holy Spirit which does not stand worship unto God. It makes them angry. That is what happened to Abel. He was a victim of the worship that was given to the Holy Spirit. And that is why my topic today is entitled, You Always Resist the Holy Spirit. Wherever you are, in America, in the islands, in Europe, there is an opposition against the Holy Spirit. It is a bloody opposition. That is why they killed Abel. If you don't forget, forget the first martyrs of the church, that were the babies who were victims because of this problem. That was the opposition to the Holy Spirit. It was the three kings who came from the east who said to Herod, we saw his star in the east and we came to worship him. And there again, they opened their treasures, they gave their mirror, their incense and their gold and they bowed before the baby like the 24 elders. We need true worshippers, men and women. That is why Jesus loved Mary Magdalene. He said, do not do any harm to her. She has done something good towards me. She too gave a perfume, an expensive perfume, and used her hair. She used her body. And I say to the women of the church, offer your bodies, offer your bodies, 
as a sacrifice, living sacrifice to that is a holy. Number one, sacrifice that is living, two, holy, and three, pleasing. Like the 24 elders who offer their crowns and they offer their bodies. They offer all things to him. That is the true worship. But the devil doesn't like that. It makes him angry because he is the opposition to the Holy Spirit. You always resist the Holy Spirit. And Satan always resists the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit in order to face this challenge that is the opposition. And this is what the prophet Samuel poured on his soul so that he could face the challenge of the opposition to the Holy Spirit. God says to Samuel, he says, I remember how Amalek opposed me. Why? Because the Shekinah glory was on Israel. And God says they will be war from generation to generation between Israel and Amalek. Our generation should declare war against Amalek, against the spirit of opposition to the Holy Spirit. We need the, the prayer cell of the three, Moses, Aaron, and Har, so that the sword of Joshua may finish the opposition against the Holy Spirit that is Amalek. From generation to generation, there will be war between Amalek and Israel. May you be enrolled in the battle against the opposition to the Holy Spirit. Look at how Moses worked on the mountain kneeling. When God gave the Holy Spirit to those who are asking him, when you kneel down to pray, the Holy Spirit begins to move. I love the song that says, when the saints begin to pray, the Holy Spirit moves. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is here. I'm thinking of Jerusalem with Peter. They were not at the mountain of Moses, Aaron, and Har. They were in the upper room. The same approach, the same results. They took up to face the challenge of Jerusalem where there was opposition. There is no way out with regards to the opposition to the Holy Spirit except the Holy Spirit himself. Hallelujah. There is no way out. That is why in the upper room, they prayed and they faced the challenge that was the opposition to the Holy Spirit. And Peter says, the same one whom you crucified. That is what we read in Acts chapter 7, verse 51 to 52. He says, they killed the just one and those who were announcing him. And Peter says, you are murderers. The Jesus you killed. And those who were in the upper room, they took up the challenge of standing the Holy Spirit in the same city that killed their Savior. The same opposition 
that killed Abel is the same opposition that killed Christ the just one many years later. Do not sleep, Church of the Earth. You are in the face of a reality that kills until the end time of the Earth. He opposes the Holy Spirit and will always oppose the Holy Spirit. What a pride. The Bible says, God says it in the Bible, who are you good mountain against Robabel? You are going to be leveled. It is not by power, it is not by might, it is by my spirit, says the Lord, hallelujah and hallelujah. What a pride, what a pride before the Holy Spirit. And what is God saying to Moses? Amalek raised their hand against the throne. Do not touch the throne of the Holy Spirit. It is provoking him. And he will declare war. God says there will be war from generation to generation between Amalek and Israel. I love the Holy Spirit to help your generation. This is an open war. I want to tell you this. In this war, from generation to generation, there is no way out. There is no way out except the Holy Spirit himself. Except the Holy Spirit himself. Defend the Holy Spirit by the Holy Spirit. Defend the works of the Holy Spirit only by the Holy Spirit. That is why Jesus said, when the enemy will come as a flood, my spirit will put him to flight. Then the Lord will be feared from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same. Because the enemy who come as a flood is a reality of the rising sun to the setting of the sun. But when we work with the Holy Spirit, there's going to be the fear of God from the east to the west. Your cities will fear the Holy Spirit. Your, your wives, your husbands will fear the Holy Spirit. There's no way out in this battle. Having the Holy Spirit is one thing. Overcoming with the Holy Spirit is another thing. Jesus had the Holy Spirit, but he had it greater. Overcome the opposition with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came upon him in the form of a dove, and immediately the, the, the war began in the desert by the opposition to the Holy Spirit. That was the battle of 40 days and 40 nights without eating in the desert. And he chased away, he chased away the opposition and released a spirit of fear of God in the temple. That is why when he came to the temple, the Bible says the demons were afraid. If you want demons to fear the Holy Spirit upon you, you need to overcome them. When the enemy shall come as a flood, my spirit will put him to flight. Then the Lord will be feared. Having the Holy Spirit is one thing. You need to overcome the demons so that people should and demons should fear the Holy Spirit on you. When the enemy will come as a flood, my spirit will put him to flight. Hey, hey. You know Moses. I want to tell you one thing. Moses had a burning bush. But that didn't lead Pharaoh to fear God, the God of Israel. Moses came with a burning bush. He spoke to Pharaoh. 
filled with the spirit. She spoke to Pharaoh, who was filled with the spirit that opposes the Holy Spirit. Listen to the, the speech of Pharaoh. It says, who is God that I may listen to him and let Israel go? What arrogance, what a pride, what a stubbornness, irrespective of the revelation of the burning bush to Moses, then began the works of the Holy Spirit in order for the Holy Spirit to make Egypt to fear the Holy Spirit. He bombed them, he fried them, and he went on until the end when he striked them with what they couldn't stand. What they couldn't stand was the blood and the blood of Jesus. What defeated the spirit that opposes the Holy Spirit is the blood. It, and God says, I'll do one more miracle and Pharaoh will let you go. The blood was the defeating factor of the opposing spirit, opposition spirit to the Holy Spirit. When the lamb was slain in Egypt, there was a sword that was released in Egypt. There was mourning in Egypt. The lamb makes the opposition to the Holy Spirit to mourn. I want to declare war and mourning at a global scale by the blood. Even the army of Michael, the Bible says, they overcame him by the blood. They overcame the red dragon. Our time is gone. When Jesus is crying, hallelujah and hallelujah at the cross, when he cries, it is finished. It is finished. The cross as the lamb, the Passover lamb in Egypt, the cross at the, the lamb at the cross finished with the opposition. The Bible says, consider he who experienced such resistance from sinners and he, he fought until blood. And the blood of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb, there is power in the blood of the Lamb. There is a sword in the Lamb, in the blood of the Lamb, that slays the head of the opposers to the kingdom of God, so that the plans of God may be fulfilled on earth. May God bless you. May you be dipped in the blood, not only to be washed, but in order to release the sword, hallelujah, the sword, the sword, amen and amen. Glory to the Lamb, glory to the Lamb, who cried out, it is finished, he had finished, it is finished, at the cross in Golgotha, I can hear the voice saying, it is finished, it is finished. You have tribulations in the world. Be ye of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Can you see that? Why don't you want to believe? It is finished. It is finished. It is finished. You have tribulations in the world. Be ye of good courage. He overcame. He overcame. Those who oppose the Holy Spirit. How can I help you people of the earth? All those who oppose the Holy Spirit, it was finished. Amen. And glory 
to the Lamb. Amen. Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.